Yivamos Perk base Mishnah Gimel 12.3. Now, there are three basic parts to the Chalitza process. There are the recital of certain verses, um, which is sort of that repartee between the Yivama and the Yavam. There is the removal of the shoe, the Chalitza proper. And then there's the Rakika, the, the spitting on the floor in front of the Yavam. So our Mishnah wants to question which of those three components are essential, meaning Bidyevid, after the fact, if one was left out, is the Chalitza still effective to free this woman out to marry whomever she wants? So the pivotal issue here is that the verses at the end include a declaration in which the woman says, Kachi ya'ase, thus shall be done, la'isha sher lo yivne es beis achiv, to the man who refuses to build up his brother's house. And the fact that it says, thus shall be done, is understood to mean that it's the things that are done proper, meaning the actions, those are the ones that are essential, and ma'akev, that are um, not only essential, but if they're not done, therefore they are, the chalitza is ineffective. Whereas the components regarding speech is, well, should be included at the outset, if the evidence after the fact it's not included, the chalitza will still be effective. So the Mishnah says inside, chalitza, Varakaka, if the woman removed the shoe from the man and she spat on the floor in front of him, kara, but she failed to actually read the verses. So that means that what should have been done is initially she says, He refuses and then he confirms saying, Yes, I don't want to take her. That's correct. And then she responds after the removal and the spitting, that's the that should be included. As we'll see later on in the in the parak here, um, those are recited word for word in Hebrew um, at the prompting each word at the prompting of the bezin. They'll tell her say me'ain. She'll say me'ain. Then they'll say yivami. She'll say yivami, etc. So that's supposed to be done. But if it isn't done, it's still kshera the. Chalitz is effective, meaning she's free to go, even if she didn't say those words, because, as I said before, it's not an, a mice, not an action. I mean, even those, like Rabbi Yochan, who holds, um, famously in the Gemara, that, um, Dibor Chashiv Kamasa, that when one speaks, it has the same status as if it were an action. If you look there, you'll see those cases are things where the speech leads to an actual physical act. Like, for example, if, uh, like, a, a dog and a wolf are attached to a sleigh, and you say mush and the dogs move, so that could be, one could be culpable for um, kilaim, kilaim behemah, having, working two different species together, um, even though, and therefore subject to lashes, um, but the reason why is because his saying mush counts as an action, because it prompted an action. Um, and similarly, if one would scare an ox into not eating, so it's like effectively muzzling the ox, or Yochanan says you're obligated again, you're liable for the violating the prohibition against muzzling an ox by using your words. But just words in the absolute here um, seem to not be a, a, an act according to everybody. On the flip side, kara urakaka, if she said the verses, urakaka, and she spat on the floor, avalo chalza, but she did not remove his shoe, then chalitzasa psula, then her act of chalitza is invalid, um, which again means two separate things. The primary thing is it's not effective in releasing her, meaning she still can't marry anybody she wants to. She must only, she can only, you know, um, she can't marry anybody until she resolves this Zika with her brother-in-law. Um, and more than that, now 
their relationship is pasul invalidated, meaning now if he changes his mind, he could not deem with her. Once they do this invalidated chalitza, and they submit their rabbana, now there's no getting married any further. Only chalitza is the only option now. Now, as far as the third of the three issues, the issue of the, of, of the spitting, if chalitza v'kara, if she removed the shoe and she spat on the ground, excuse me, and she read the verses, of Velo Rukaka, but she didn't spit on the ground. You see the order's been changed here, but the order's not ma'akiv. The order of what happens first, the removal of the shoe of the spitting is, is, um, inconsequential, really. But if she does, if she didn't spit at all, so Rabbi Eliezer Omer Chalitzasa Psula. That Chalitza is invalid, meaning again, like before, now there's no second chances. She has to do Chalitza as opposed to Yibum, but she has to do Chalitza again, and until she does, she can't marry anybody else. And the reason why is because the spitting is, is Getting on the action, it's part of the action. But Rabbi Kiva Omer Chalitzasa Kshera. Rabbi Kiva says no, the Chalitza Bidi Evid after the fact is effective even though she didn't spit. Am Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer tries to bring a proof to his position. It says, Kachi It has to be, everything that has to be done. Kol Davar Ma'akev. Anything which is an act, including spitting, is Ma'akev, is essential, and you fail to do the action of spitting and therefore She's not free to go. Amalur Bikiva Bikiva responds to him, Misham Raya, you're trying to bring a proof from those verses. It doesn't that's totally not going to fly because that's not what the verse says. The ver- you're taking it out of context. The verse says, Kachiase Laish, thus shall be done to the man. Only things that are actions performed on the man, the Yavam, are the ones that are Ma'akev. And since the spitting is done on the floor, not on him. So it's not Ma'akev. The only thing that is done to him personally is the removal of the shoe. And therefore, going to Rikiva, it's only the removal of the shoe that's essential. Um, Bidi Evid. And in fact, Allah is like Rabbi Akiva.